0: Welcome to the Upside Down Podcast This is Ash This is Tori And we are so excited to be starting our second season of the Upside Down Podcast Where we review Stranger Things Season 2 Let's go ahead and dive in Let's get started I've already binged the whole thing Did you binge it?
1: Uh, 100% I
0: didn't finish it until last night I I finished it maybe one episode before you And it was so hard not to talk to you about it But I was like trying to stay very quiet We wanted to share with you our initial experience watching the episode Because it was just such a We were so amped as we were getting ready to listen to it And so here you go This is us watching Stranger Things Season two, the first episode. Oh, should I start with a van?
1: Oh, there's a bank robbery?
0: What the hell? Oh. Maybe that's why. I- <laughs> Did we click on the wrong show? <laughs> no, that's the band. Because you remember yeah. they all get out of it like the Purge? Who are these people? I don't know. Oh, oh her. Yeah. She's the new girl. Oh, I saw that one girl at the rap party. Oh, really? Yeah. She was singing the Nirvana song while Charlie and Finn played.
1: Stranger Things, like, honestly, like... No, shh,
0: sh- let's see, let's see.
1: Was Eleven gonna come by and flip the well, band? Is Eleven gonna come by and flip the van? No, listen. That'd be sick.
0: This is Stranger Things music.
1: I mean, obviously, it's Stranger Things. We clicked on Stranger Things.
0: That dude looks 100 with a mohawk. <laughs> he yeah. looks so old. Why? So why are they with him?
1: Oh, she not got
0: hours.
1: She got she has the town memorized
0: on a map I'm <laughs> maybe she can see things
1: oh that's cool
0: oh yes oh that's sick Yeah. how's she doing that how's I she- don't know but I love it
1: oh what
0: oh she can do illusions
1: oh that's cool
0: so it didn't even happen oh yes No, we don't need another 11. 66? Oh, 8. I think one of the great things about living in Atlanta is that a lot of things film here, and so it's very exciting. But another thing that's probably bad about it is that it's... When that opening scene came and it said Pittsburgh, it was like, no, that's that's, (laughs) that's definitely the Atlanta skyline. But I was like, let's go along for the journey. I am just going to disbelieve. Yeah, I'm just going to pretend that I don't know that that's right by my work. (laughs) In 2017, (laughs) not 1984. That scene was pretty interesting. As you heard from the clip, Torian was kind of like, are we watching Stranger Things? Yeah, I
1: was... I, I mean, I know the Duffer Brothers were like, oh, it's going to start somewhere that's
0: not in Hawkins. And I was like,
1: okay. But I was honestly like, what is going on?
0: I'm going to go ahead and admit that I've watched this episode three times now. Oh, my God. And when I watched it the first time, I was not... Thrilled with it, I'm. I'm and I think to be honest, I am still not thrilled with it. I liked it better the second time when I watched it, and then I liked it better the third time when I watched it for the podcast just to kind of refresh my memory. You know, season one started and it just had this instant kind of like mystery, and you were like, "What's gonna happen?" And you just you kind of felt like I've got to go to two, I've got to go to three, I've got to mm-hmm. go to four, and so on. And this one, I was just kind Slow of like, <laughs> it felt like a like an episode three or an episode four yeah. when I first watched it. I mean, as you heard from the clip, we'd been driving, so I was exhausted. And I was just not in the mood to watch it, but I felt like I have to watch one episode. Now I can say that I actually truly enjoyed the episode because I kind of, you know, I've seen the whole season, so as a whole, I see where they're going. But it's yeah, I enjoyed
1: I enjoyed the episode as a whole, but
0: just It starts very somber. Kind of like, I thought hey, it was here's cool. what's happening. I thought, it was, I
1: thought it was cool like when the uh when she not when she did the boom thing. I'm not even gonna talk about that. But when it like <laughs> fell and then it turned out that it wasn't like, that it was, like, uh... Oh, that
0: she's able to master, like, illusions? Yeah.
1: I thought I, it was I cool. was like, oh, that's cool, but th- I think you can even hear me being like, oh, what? But...
0: I, I think I freaked out at that scene because I noticed that one of the police officers wasn't a play at my theater. Oh yeah, you're freaking out! Know, I was like,
1: shh, 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 I'm trying to watch I was it. Like,
0: I know that guy, I know him, and everyone was like, nobody cares, Ashley. <laughs> I was like, oh, I care, so maybe we could talk to him. That would be fun. That'd be so cool. So that that you know, the whole thing starts in Pittsburgh. There's a the robbery, and then it goes to the opening credits, which Netflix allows you to skip. But for the first episode, I was like, I'm gonna listen to it. I really wanna. See I skipped the-
1: mine every single time. I wanted, I wanted to
0: see the new characters and see how they like introd everybody. Then it opens to oh it opens to Dustin Dustin curses so much but
1: he says the exact same thing over and over again yeah
0: like he curses so much throughout the season but we're gonna try to stay specific to this particular episode and I thought it was interesting because I was listening to an interview with the Duffer brothers or maybe I read an interview and they were talking about in their first script initially when they had planned stranger things all of the kids cursed out like tons. And I know they said that in the behind the scenes sa- things on Stranger Thursdays that they had dropped a lot of F-bombs. But, but there's
1: no F-bombs. No, but I, I mean, mean it was like Millie's going to drop an F-bomb this season and I was like, "Oh, no, and it
0: never happened." No, I just mean in the script, uh, yeah. like a, initially when they had conceived the idea, the kids were like cursing like kids normally talk yeah. to each other. And it was, you know, they edited it out because they weren't sure. But now that the show's a huge success, they were like, "We want to do it the way that we want to do it." But now it seems awkward because now Dustin is like Oh bitch, b-b whatever he says and yeah. it's and it seems weird. It's like I don't know, that didn't bother me.
1: I just feel like he says the same thing over and over again. I mean like I mean that's true to like people in real
0: life. Dustin but. has a, Dustin has a, like a progression throughout this series uh, this particular season that I find interesting. But on this particular episode, I just felt like I was like, Dustin's a little bit different. You know, he's fine. Like when we talk about the coins and then when he meets the arcade manager, he's kind of making fun of him for his acne. And I thought what a group of dorks, like, which is what yeah. they are. Would I they be making they fun of someone else?
1: Like the coolest out of the dorks. If that mm, makes any sense. Maybe. Because like Kate, uh, not Kayla, but Lucas? Lucas. Lucas thinks he's, like, like, super cool, and so does Dustin now, because he's always doing that stupid uh, thing. So, this
0: episode is titled Mad Max, and they wrote it, um, M-A-D-M-A-X, all is one word, which is how you would do it in the 80s if you were, like, typing in your video game name, which is, you N-X, know, it yeah. makes total sense with this particular episode, because we find out that she's,
1: U-S-T-I-N. like,
0: Sadie Sink, who plays Max, is, like, the leader on the video game board, mm-hmm. but it also, I think, is probably a nod to the 1979 Australian movie with Mel Gibson, Mad MAD Space Max, which is where he's like a drifter and he. Oh, I was thinking it was going to be a nod to uh,
1: Mad Max, the. Is that the same thing? Yeah, that's or what they just. You're completed? thinking of a remake,
0: so yeah, okay. I, this is probably a nod to the 1979 movie. Yeah, definitely. But basically, he's a drifter and he comes into this like post-apocalyptic world okay. and he saves these people from these bandits. They do a lot of nods. Well, of course they're like yeah, that's what they do.
1: <laughs> I mean, like pop culture would be involved in like the 80s, and so like nods to those things would make sense because those kids are interested in those things, and so
0: it's like they're gonna. If you pick up on it, or if you don't pick up on yeah. it, yeah, Dustin, let's go back. So Dustin is searching the quarters, um, and can I just? I love Dustin's mom the casting of his mom is so funny she's so good and is 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 she a single parent I feel like I I feel like in season one he had a dad at the funeral
1: yeah I think he did Divor- Divorce
0: parents. Dustin comes from a broken home. Aww.
1: <laughs> maybe he just works a lot.
0: Maybe that's why he's got the new attitude. He's like, my dad's out of here and I'm going to yeah. be cool. Or if
1: he, maybe he just works a lot. Never- that's true. We had a
0: friend who actually told us that for season one they read for Dustin's dad, but then that's didn't cool. get cast. So I don't know. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I was there when that happened. <laughs> yeah, you were totally there. Yeah. <laughs> we were just casually walking. So then my favorite part is it goes to Lucas and he's all sweaty and he's like, I gotta go take a shower like a real for doing a real man's work or whatever he's got yeah. all the quarters and then the next thing is it goes to Mike Wheeler and he is being sad looking for Elle and then Dustin calls him on L's channel and he's like what are you doing on this channel and the thing that I thought was weird was that he goes and he looks for the quarters in Nancy's room and he breaks open Nancy's piggy bank and she runs in I thought it was so weird that it's Mike would be just quarters but he wouldn't like okay so in season one Mike and Nancy had this like weird relationship like she's the older sister who's too cool for school and he's like the younger nerdy brother but then they experienced everything that they went through together and it was kind of like i
1: feel like they'd be they'd be
0: closer now this
1: season yeah. like they have more of a bond but then it just seems like they maybe i mean it's been a year maybe they were like kind of bonded, and they kind of just drifted apart.
0: If you go through an experience where you lose a friend and people are killed and there's a massive monster and you join forces, it doesn't seem like a year later, you think she would at least kind of be see him breaking and be like, Mike, what are you doing? And be like, Mike. Not chase him down and be like, Mike, you asshole! Which we could not stand that scene. We love you, Natalia Dyer, but that scene, we just, it just felt like... It felt
1: unnatural. It felt like...
0: Yeah, I know he's supposed to be emo Mike, and he's like super depressed, but it felt like she would just I don't know. It doesn't. Like, she would let
1: it go. It's quarters also. Like, it seemed like, like it
0: reverted back to a natural progression, like and I don't think that they would have done that yeah, yet. She's
1: 17. I mean, like, what's like 10 quarters?
0: Well, I mean, he's going through her underwear drawer and yeah. breaking quarters. I'm sure that would be like a what the hell moment, but yeah, also. I wouldn't
1: chase him down the street.
0: I think from their bond last season, it seems like they should. Yeah. I don't know. I don't so think weird. she would chase him down the street and scream at him over some quarters. Yeah. She'd be like, oh, yeah, his, like, best girlfriend is dead or missing. Yeah. Like, I'm going to let him have this $5 to go play arcades. So then they go, and they are at the arcade, which Which is fun. It opens with um, Devo's Whippet, which I think is 1980. I'm pretty sure. And it goes to Joyce, and it says Joyce sitting in the car with Will, and it shows she's kind of being protective of him. Like, she should be. (laughs) Which I thought one line was funny, is she says to him, if you have any any problems or if you're scared or anything, just ask someone if you can borrow their phone, or if you can use the phone. And she's referring to, like, you know, in the establishment, which I thought was funny, because now, like, kids would just, like, have a cell phone. Like, every kid there would have a cell phone, but they didn't. They're playing the video games. Oh, I really enjoyed the arcade manager.
1: Yeah, he was really true, like, I well, I mean, I was not alive in the 80s, but what I feel was probably authentic 80s, like, he was true to what I would think, like, an arcade manager would be, like, kind of, like, nerdy and weird and, like...
0: And I looked him up because he looked familiar to me, but not familiar enough that I knew that he had been in something or I knew his name, uh-huh. and it's an actor named Matty Cardarop. I'm what? totally saying what that wrong. But if you Google him, he's in a lot of movies. He's in Jurassic World. He actually has a pretty prevalent role in Netflix's A Series of Unfortunate Events. Wow. So he's actually he's on a big thing. And I saw on Reddit, somebody posted three days ago, they said, hey, what did you guys think of my buddy? He played the uh, nerdy arcade manager. And I was like, oh, that's cool. So I'm going to try to see if I can talk to that guy and be like, hey, do you think your buddy would be on our podcast? Yeah. He was, but he was a surprise. He was maybe in two episodes, but he really was great. I liked it a lot. I thought it was weird when Dustin was, like, making fun of his acne. I just thought, why would he do that? Like, he's a fellow nerd. Yeah. And then Will goes into the Upside Down. Pretty heavy on the CGI, starting off on the first episode. Yeah.
1: Kind of... I don't know. I mean, it was cool to see that in the trailer... But also, I wish they wouldn't have given away as much as they did. Because it would have been cool to, like, see him flip to the upside-down and you'd be like, wait, what? Like, what's going on? And then, but, like, it happened. And I was like, yep, he sees the upside-down.
0: <laughs> you know what I forgot to mention? In the Dragon's Lair, when they were playing, so that video game came out in June 1983, so they've been playing it forever. If they're just now trying to beat it in October of 1984. Yeah. But one of the things I thought was really... Weird Which I never noticed But the princess Is like wearing a thong Yeah
1: that was really weird I was watching it And I was like This is a Little too risque for 1980s people
0: were like Let's sex up our games I guess they do that now But it just seems yeah. Very blatant For like I don't know it, was, yeah. it made me uncomfortable
1: <laughs> yeah I get that I was watching it and I was like oof I don't know that made me feel
0: weird so after the arcade scene and it flips off well Mike comes out he's like are you okay buddy let's go inside it does like a little montage and it goes through some familiar scenes from Stranger Things season one and one of the quick glimpses of a cast member I don't know if you guys caught it was Joyce's boss Donald Melvold from yeah. or from the Melvold drugstore he was
1: in there for like half a second I'm yeah but sad. he but he was
0: in it he was sweeping he was outside sweeping so yeah. if you didn't watch that or if you didn't catch it he's there I like how they kind of brought all of the characters back but only for like a split second uh-huh. he was one of them but then it goes to Chief Hopper we see him you know doing his general thing pulling in and mm-hmm. there's a guy waiting outside for him that is it took me a second but that's comedian Brett Gilman he's like a Who? he's a he's <laughs> an author and he's a writer he's in love in Netflix's Love nope. he plays a psychiatrist I recognize him because he's on like a lot of he does a lot of podcasts like a uh-huh. guest appearances
1: oh uh, okay
0: he plays Murray Bauman and he's, he's basically walking in and he's like a conspiracy theorist guy he's oh, talking about like
1: oh that that's who you're talking about I was like wait what yeah he's
0: talking about like the Russian girl
1: oh he's in like a bunch of stuff. I swear, I just watched something that he was in, and I was like, oh, it's that guy from that one thing.
0: Yeah, he's in a lot of things. It's interesting that this season actually had a lot of people that were really well-known, like Paul Reiser, Sean Astin, which we'll get to them. They, I think they actually did a good job. Initially, I was kind of skeptical. I thought, I don't want those well-known people. Like, yeah. Winona's fine, David Harbour's fine, but I like the kind of unknown cast. It was nice. So when I saw Paul Reiser from oh, Mad that. About You and Sean Astin from The Goonies, I thought, that's too much. It makes me sad, because then I actually, now they
1: can't talk about The Goonies.
0: I Actually liked it. Yeah. Well, they
1: could. That's so out of the box. That's like a Big Bang Theory where they. I don't think talk they talk about Blossom and then they. Put I don't. Her in.
0: I don't think. Yeah, but that's fine. I think it's all like it's kind of like we know that they're in Downtown Atlanta. Just you gotta gotta go with the journey. Gotta yeah. go with the journey. Cause think about it, if the Goonies comes out and they don't have any like Goonie episode, like where they're dressed yeah. up like them or something, it would they be. can't. They can't talk be tragic. About, they can't
1: <laughs> talk about anyone on a Rider movie, movies either. But I mean, that's doesn't come for a couple of years. Like I what? No, Edward's hand was like ninety one. Heather's was like eighty nine, so I th- I don't think be enough seasons. And Heather's
0: wasn't huge with like teenage boys. Yeah. It was like it's a girl thing, so I don't think they would have been into Heather's anyway. Maybe yeah. like maybe like
1: Sadie. Yeah, that's possible. What, what you, that was like eighty seven, so I we won't even have to worry about that.
0: Then it goes to the school, and this is one of the things where they're showing a lot of the different characters. Mm-hmm. They do a flashback. They show you Carol. Carol's in the parking lot. Well, they start with Steve and Nancy, and I don't remember Steve being stupid in season one. Yeah, I
1: don't. Uh, well, he said he got a C minus. Right, but uh, he wasn't
0: like a dummy. Like in yeah. this season, they start him off. He doesn't understand how to write a paper. He's kind of like
1: because we I, both won. We laughed so funny.
0: But I was like, Steve wasn't stupid in the first season. He might not have been like Nancy genius because they were yeah. like doing homework together. But he didn't strike me as someone who was like kind of. They made him kind of moronic. <laughs> like, yeah, I
1: don't know why they did that. I mean, maybe so they could have like a turn later, and they could be like, oh look, he's really smart, and he's taking care of these kids. Like I don't know. Show Carol for like a half a second. That was such a which was
0: weird to me because it, where was Glen Ellen? Why did they cast those two teenage girls? Why wasn't Glen Ellen in there? Was it just because Carol had dyed her hair red and they thought we can't she have two reds? Red so it wasn't the same color though. Glen Ellen's was like bright fire engine red, and this and season and Carol had kind of like a brownish red, like a yeah. dark red, like your color. And this season it was like a brighter orange. Like I think it would have looked weird with them both standing there. But yeah. it kind of bummed me out. I was like, who are these two new girls? I don't need them. I need Glen Ellen. <laughs> and then they looked at Billy's butt gross yeah strange he's
1: i do not find him attractive i don't get it everybody's like oh Dak or montgomery i'm like sorry buddy i just like all about steve
0: i like his character as like a metalhead yeah his character is weird we'll have to figure him out as the season goes yeah then they go to mr clark's class Randy Havens and he's starting with the brain I noticed Finn in the classroom is just grinning really big he's kind of like yeah "Yeah, we're learning about the brain and then they introduce Mad Max Max comes into the classroom and you know she's like nobody calls me Maxine everybody calls me Max and I thought it was weird that Lucas and Dustin immediately were like Mad Max because they've
1: just been thinking about it I guess they're like festering they're so (laughs) mad that somebody beat Dustin
0: yeah that's true Uh, and then they all turn and look at her and they play that like weird music like, like everybody's in to her, but I felt like that scene should have been shot differently. I think Mike wouldn't have turned. I don't think Mike would have Mike, turned. Mike was just lived.
1: turning because he was like, oh, a new
0: kid. Right, but they, because all of his other friends turn too. You look in the classroom, no other kids turn, but those four turn, and it just doesn't make sense with the story, especially since Mike is supposed to be so, I don't care about her. Mm-hmm. Uh, later in the season, you'll see that he's just kind of, meh. It just, I don't know. I think he would have just said- Maybe sat. they
1: heard, maybe Mike- And Will heard Caleb and them say Mad Max. And they're like, oh, who is that? That's the girl that beat you?
0: I think there's multiple reasons they did it. I think it was just funny for the trailer. But I think in real life, if that was really happening, even if he looked, he would have turned around way before they did. He might have turned around with them, glanced, and then he would have looked back. Because he doesn't care. Like, he has no interest in anything. He's supposed to be, you know, grumpy Mike, upset about everything. He would not care about the new girl coming into the classroom at all. And even if he was, like, looking back just because they were, he might... He would just turn back around. I don't think yeah. he would care. Um, Joyce is working in the store and they introduce Sean Astin's character, Bob, and they start making out in the closet, which is kind of funny but kind of strange. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What'd you think?
1: I don't know. It's just. Ugh. I don't like watching people make out, so I'm, I'm always going to be like, nah, nope, I'm okay. That's
0: not true. You like Steve making out.
1: No, I don't watch... No, unless. it's me. <laughs> 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 no, I don't want to watch Steve making out with anybody. I don't want... Yeah. Don't the know. one
0: thing I did like about that was it, it kind of introduced that Joyce was happy. She had a nice, happy thing. And Bob says, you know, you didn't even know who I was in high school, implying mm-hmm. that maybe she and Hopper and their friends were, like, popular, and Bob was kind of like, an outside nerd, but... Yeah, I like that. I mean, I didn't like seeing them make out, but I thought it was really sweet. Oh, she's happy now. She has, like, these little lunch dates where she makes out in the closet at the drugstore. I yeah. thought, I liked that. I thought it was sweet. And it switched to the pumpkin patch. Hopper's reaction to that was kind of strange. I think if they were just burnt, you might be like, oh, they were poisoned. Every pumpkin had massive amounts of flies coming from it. And that didn't seem natural. I actually think I know where that pumpkin patch is, the real one. So maybe we can go out there. I think it's a real working pumpkin patch farm. And it's oh, Halloween. Cool. So maybe we can go out there and see it. Or maybe we can. It might be on private property. But I think it's a pumpkin patch where we can actually, like, go and look at the pumpkins. Then it goes to the kids. And the kids are, they're at the Hawkins what is it, middle school? Yeah. And they're watching Max and she's skateboarding and they're all talking about her and
1: Mike is very apathetic. He does not care. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: they're trying to confirm like she's definitely Mad Max. Like she's de- that's definitely her. And then uh, they lose her for a second and they run over to the trash can. Stalker. Yeah, and she leaves them the note in the trash can that's like, Stop spying on me creeps. And then Dustin curses again. Oh shit. And I was like, Dustin, that's like ten times in this episode.
1: Yeah. I mean yeah. it's the same with uh with like Chunk and Goonies, so
0: I mean it's not bad. It's just kind of I don't know. It seems, it just seemed weird. And then they're in school and everybody is making fun of Will and they're leaving him like mean notes in his locker. And I guess it's like a regular thing where Winona picks him up like once a week or once a month to take him for check-ins. And this is where we meet Paul Reiser's character, Dr. Owen. It was like Dr. Owens. Owens. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think it's Owens. And he's asking him, did you notice when he asked him about his favorite candy? What? And he says Reese's Pieces. Yeah, what about that? I think it's a throwback to E.T., because E.T.'s favorite candies uh, are cool. Reese's pieces. That's cool. I think it was like I think it was like a slight like That's
1: like yeah.
0: That's cool. Or maybe just Reese's pieces were like the candy in the nineteen eighties. Yeah. This is where we see two the guy with the suit, he goes in and he's like burning. What is he burning? The tentacles. Like
1: you know that like all the tentacles come out of the the main opening, and so he's trying to burn it to try to like contain it, I guess.
0: Oh, I think in a last in a later episode, Tori and I talked about how Dustin didn't have any teeth in season one, and we were pretty sure that they were gonna. I think I said that they were definitely gonna do something to showcase that he had teeth in season two, and this is where he's talking to. They're spying on Max like Lucas and him are across the street and they're spying with binoculars or Lucas's. and then Dustin's like how's she gonna resist these pearly whites and he does that thing that he does like three or four times throughout the episode where he's like but I knew they would do something because he didn't have teeth in season one and now he has teeth in season two he does it a lot like he does it three times, which I feel like is too many times, but it was cute. It goes to the Wheeler house, and this is where they start telling you that Mike has been having problems, where he's being really, the mom is, like, saying that he's cursing out teachers, and he's doing graffiti on the bathroom walls, and then Ted says something really funny about, like, a baseball team analogy, and he's like, this is like strike 20. If you were if this was my baseball team, you would be out of the team or something. And it's weird. Yeah, because it's like, that's like saying you'd be out of the family. Yeah. Finn makes the best face like, what? That's so stupid. They do a really good job with Ted's character. Like, he has a strong, like, you know who he is. Yeah. And the mom is, like, telling him you need to get rid of toys. And he's like, what, what? And Tori pointed this out to me. I didn't notice it the first time I watched it, but when he's giving away the toys, the first one is... Rory. Rory, yeah, the dinosaur from season one.
1: Rory that I figured out roar like a dinosaur roars.
0: And then they do it a little bit more obvious with the Millennium Falcon. But the first one, the dinosaur, I don't know if everybody caught that. I'm sure they caught it with the Millennium Falcon because that's like a giant pizza box sized toy. I think that when he's calling Eleven and he's talking to her on the walkie-talkie, that is her the first time, right?
1: Uh, Like it sounds like she
0: says Mike and it sounds like her and then Dustin's like Mike because it sounds different. I don't know. I
1: think at first it was a hallucin, or I don't know.
0: Well, when you watch other episodes, it makes me think that maybe yeah, it was her. And then Dustin's like, it's Mad Max. We've confirmed it. And he's just like, whatever. Yeah. Emo Mike. And then it goes back to Steve and Nancy, and they're having their dinner. I guess they have a dinner with the Hollands yeah. once a week, or like a scheduled date, and they're supposed to eat dinner. And this part was pretty interesting. We loved it because Cynthia Barrett, our friend, plays Mrs. Holland, Barb's mom, and she had a quick role in season one where she was talking to Nancy on the phone. But this one was a pretty extended role where she's really shows off her acting shops and they're talking about Barb and how they're looking for her, which bummed me out because it was like, oh, okay, nobody brought Barb back. They, it's a mystery. They don't know what happened to her. And I guess they're trying to like find out what happened. But I thought that this was one of the best comedic moments of the episode with Steve.
1: Yes. Where he's
0: eating the KFC and he, looking good. Yeah, and he's like, his finger looking good. Like, he he did that so genius. He pulled it up, It was so good. And then Nancy goes into the bathroom and she's crying. Do people keep pictures in the bathroom? Like there was a picture of Barb just sitting like a toilet. <laughs> and I know they needed that because they were kind of trying to show, oh, this is what spurs Nancy to start really crying. But I thought, who keeps pictures in the bathroom? Yeah, I don't but know. I guess somebody because they wouldn't have it. I guess we had one once. Like, we had that giant picture on the wall with like, all of our family in it. Yeah. But this one was just, like, propped up by the toilet. And I thought, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was, I thought that was kind of weird. <laughs> Although maybe the parents are just so sad that they just started placing portraits of her all over the house to kind yeah. of, like, remind them. So I was like, okay, I'll... I'm going to suspend that disbelief. And I'm going to mm-hmm. be like, yes. This is where we see Dustin, the trash moves. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the next episode, the polywog. And yeah. then we go to Jonathan. Jonathan goes into Will's room and he's kind of being sweet to him. And is like, stop doing that. Stop treating me like I'm a freak like everybody else and then Jonathan has this little I'm heart I'm a t- freak then Jonathan you know it harkens back to season one when Jonathan's having that moment with him on the bed and they're talking about Lonnie and how he's never there and it doesn't matter because they're there for each other or whatever so this one he's having a heart to heart with him like yeah you are a freak but like no when he's one...
1: like, he's like I'm a freak and he's like is that why you don't have any friends <laughs> and
0: he's like I have friends <laughs> but it's he's he you know goes into this analogy about who would you rather hang out with Bowie or Kenny Rogers and I thought it was so funny when I Chai like asked Kenny him. Rogers yeah that was he nailed it. Like, he's such a good guy. You're like, Bob, you're such a good guy. And then he's like, oh, Mr. Mom. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's funny. But that was a sweet moment with them. Yeah. Where they were like, nobody ever accomplished anything that wasn't different. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought that was, like, kind of sweet. Who would you rather?
1: <laughs> I like Kenny Rogers.
0: <laughs> yeah. That was funny. And that I liked was. it, too, because, like, in season one, their family seemed just kind of, like, disjointed with Lonnie and, well, you know, Joyce was going a little bit manic because we she was looking for Joyce. A guy like Bob. Yeah, and this season, <laughs> it's just, like, they're sitting there and they're watching, you know, Mr. Mom and laughing. Oh, and then they started the phone ringing. And it took me a minute. I was like, why is Joyce freaking out? And then I was like, oh, just because season one.
1: Yeah, but th- the phone hasn't... Rang in a year, <laughs> like I don't Well, maybe. Well, maybe.
0: Well, Bob says let it go. It's probably just a whatever. Like yeah. I think that must be an ongoing like inside yeah. thing with the family. It was weird not seeing a yellow phone, like a yeah. dial-up phone. They actually had one that was like um.
1: No, because she got the new phone later. Remember, push
0: button. The yellow know.
1: one broke, and so she had to go get the blue one. Remember, because she ring me up, Donald.
0: Yeah, but I I didn't remember that being a green phone.
1: Was it green? I thought it was blue.
0: I thought she got—I don't know. I, didn't, I don't remember. I didn't remember. I thought that she just got a replacement, like whatever yeah. those finger dial phones were. I didn't notice it was. a like, Oh, push button I one.
1: didn't know. She, it was a push button one. I wasn't even paying attention to that.
0: Yeah, and this season oh, that's it was, cool. and it looked—it just seemed I mean, awkward on a. Because Bob all. works
1: at Radio Shack.
0: Oh, yeah, I bet that's it He was like, Boom. you're out of touch Like, let me get you a fresh one. figured out <laughs> Oh, they're all, like, getting ready for bed Will's going pee And then Strange It starts Strange. seeing I thought it was okay Because it was really quick Although they show him going pee a couple times throughout the season Only twice, right? It's probably two times too many He
1: yeah, could. two times too many <laughs> he I feel like it was a little a little long of a scene I don't know I think it's... Yeah, I don't know It's
0: weird It's fine <laughs> You know, he goes out, and he, that's when he sees the, you know, the giant monster outside if? of the window. Yeah, because he... I thought that was episode two. No, that's the end of this episode, and he gets the, like, little... Oh, his wow. I, I like the, the effect where they sat there, and they showed, like, the goosebumps on his neck.
1: Oh, they... Oh, I thought that was just him shaking. I couldn't even see the goosebumps. because so my phone is terrible. All, like, anytime anything's really dark, which is the entirety of Stranger Things... Like, my phone looks all, like, pixelated. It's
0: so annoying. Yeah, it zooms in on his neck, and you can see the little, like... Like, the goosebumps on his neck. I like that scene, but I was a little disappointed that I've watched so many trailers and behind-the-scenes kind of tidbits before I watched the season. Because a lot of the good moments in this first episode, I'd already seen a hundred times. Like, I already saw the kids playing, you know, Dragon's Lair. I already saw Will going into the Upside Down in the arcade, and then Will seeing the Upside Down from his house through his door. Although, I was surprised that that was the first episode, Because I thought, oh, that's, you know, that's going to be the final episode. So that yeah. was a surprise.
1: Oh, yeah. Wait, the Will going through the door thing? Yeah. Like, I thought that was going to be, like, episode, like, like three or four. And it's cool that it was episode one. Right. I like, oh, I didn't expect it to happen so, like, early on. Yeah, I didn't
0: either. I thought it was going to be a final episode. And that's definitely a throwback to Close Encounters, where the little boy wakes yeah. up and he goes. Oh, no. It's <laughs> <yeah>. like, <laughs> shot for shot. And then it goes to... Oh, Hopper. And Hopper is going into the cabin, which a lot of people want to know where that cabin is, but I'm pretty sure that cabin is a set. A lot. Yeah, and Screen Gems. I'm pretty sure it's the Screen yep. Gems. They have one exterior shot of the cabin, and that might be somewhere. In the, I, I think they probably built that. Yeah. But he goes in, and he's looking around, and it's weird because, you know, there's so much press about Millie Bobby Brown being in season two that she's back, 11 is I back. I thought
1: there was going to be a bigger reveal.
0: I... Well, it wasn't... It wasn't... Like, it was really sweet and I liked it that she came out and she's like 815 and he's like that's 815 and you see the egos, and then they sit together and they eat dinner and it's kind of sweet but it wasn't like a huge surprise because like I would have been cool to not know she was coming back yeah. and then to have her come back and be like yes Eleven is back and she's with Hopper but when she came out and they played the music like like surprise she's here you're like yeah I know yeah. <laughs> that's what
1: was with a lot of stuff I, I really liked watching season one because I had no idea what was happening. You were just like, it's an 80s show, there's kids, they're really good, watch it.
0: Yeah, and one reviewer said, don't watch any of the trailers, but it was like, were too, too, too late. late. You can't <laughs> say that a day before the show comes on. Yeah. We have watched it all. Overall, I would say that I... When I initially watched the episode, it I was kind of like, I don't know. It's not pulling me in. Like, I wasn't like, must go to episode two. Like, I have to see it. And yeah. with season one, I, like, watched the first seven straight in a row. I yeah. couldn't stop watching. And then I gave myself a day because I was like, I got to savor that last episode. But then when I watched the whole season as a whole, like, I really did enjoy season one. Now that I've seen everything as a whole, it's kind of like a nice... You know, it's a nice build up to everything. Do you have anything else that you want to add about this season or this particular not the season, but this particular episode? Yeah.
1: Um I feel like like everyone keeps talking about like how it's like a slow burn or people are like, "Oh, I watched episode 1 and I couldn't really get into it." And it's like if you like stranger things, if you're into the show, like you're going to like the first episode. Like if you like, I don't know. It's just, and, and it doesn't, it doesn't bother me if it is a slow burn or because we know that it kind of, like, took, like, maybe, like, an episode and a half. Oh, yeah, it definitely episodes. gets great. Yeah, it gets, like, it's, who cares if it's a slow burn, if it's a good TV show, which it is.
0: Yeah, I think it's also that we're, like, big fans, so that's what I was saying to some people that were asking me about it. They were like, "Are what happens if you don't like season two? You'd and I was like, possible. I was trying to think to myself, what could they do that would make me hate season two? And it's really, they could have, you know... Mike and Eleven not ever see each other or they could, like, split those two up or Eleven could be dead or... Yeah. And when I saw the first episode, I thought, oh, well, Mike's okay and Eleven's okay. Yeah. So, you know, as a whole... I don't know. I... I would enjoy the ride. Like, I like the characters. I like the world the Duffer Brothers built. And I, you know, seeing season one, like, it wasn't amped. Like, I gotta keep going. But I thought it's solid. It's a solid episode. Yeah. And I'm excited for the next season. Or the next, you know, episode two. And overall, you know, we have already watched the whole season. And I'm sure all of you have. We've binged it. I'm on my second watch now. And... I, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I think they did a good job. I heard that season three is confirmed. And initially, the Duffer Brothers were saying they were maybe going to do a season three, possibly a four. But I heard an interview with them the other day, and they were saying it could go up to a five. So that would be cool. I great. feel like
1: that'd be super cool, but also, like, I as feel long like as, as the story,
0: material. <laughs> yeah, as long as the story warrants it, and yeah. it's done in a, like, you know, one of the Duffer Brothers was saying, you have to make it believable, like, how many times can this group of people fight something yes, in exactly. Hawkins? Yes, exactly. They don't want to just keep drawing it out forever. It kind of reminds me of Silicon Valley, which is a show that we love, yeah. but it's basically like. How
1: many times can they be knocked down?
0: Yeah, they're knocked down, and then at the end of every and season. Like, oh, oh,
1: it's good again. Like, no, we can't. <laughs> yeah. Like how many times can you do that? So you have to do it a believable amount of times and then end it
0: and I trust the Duffer Brothers they're smart I yeah. think they're they're definitely going to be able to do something that pulls it together the only worry that I have is just that they said season 3 probably wouldn't come out until maybe 2019 yeah it's 2017 now and they just said they started writing it yeah so if the one kids more person growing tell, if
1: one more person posts that Stranger Things season 3 is filming I'm going to punch you in the throat it is not filming we would know if it was filming they are not filming they have not even finished writing it
0: well and the Duffer Brothers just confirmed that yeah. they're they're Kind of trying to work on the. They episodes. haven't even
1: confirmed that season three is a go. Yeah, I mean, I was like season two did the thing where they were like season two, and everyone was like, oh, they haven't even done that for season three yet.
0: Here's what I would bet: I would bet while they were filming season two, they were smart and they filmed a couple of episodes
1: yeah, oh, for sure because they
0: knew the kids were going. For example, when paparazzi were leaking photos way back in 2016, I remember seeing more pictures of Carol, and I remember seeing a picture of Jonathan with like he had gotten. A a fight, and none of that was in this season. Mm-hmm. That could have just been like editing, like it could, yeah. you know, got they just were like this doesn't make the cat, it doesn't make sense, yeah. or it could be that they were like, Our kids are growing up super fast, we need to try to get like some outtakes. Yeah. And we could talk about, you know, how the kids look different in varying episodes as we get to those episodes, but yeah. in this particular episode, I felt like everything was okay, yeah. Everybody still looks, you know, kind of youthful.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I feel like throughout the series, Finn looks a little bit older, but but it
1: makes sense though because like he is that age and he is getting older. Right.
0: (laughs) Except for well, we'll get to it. I think. Yeah. I think we'll get to it in episode two. Overall, I really enjoyed the season as a whole, and if I was going to grade this particular episode, I think I would give it a B, and I think that's just because on this particular episode, I wasn't really into. The gang of misfits Like yeah. the opening people I was more like
1: If you take that out Where are the kids Where's Mike Where's Eleven For sure But That just I don't know <laughs> I think what they did We'll get into that When we get to episode Seven <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding It was great <laughs> So thanks for listening. We're very excited. Please continue to send us your questions. I think we're going to open the floor so we can actually, since we're doing these and we'll be releasing them once every Monday on time, we'll start opening the floor for questions so we can answer your questions with every episode. So we'll release this one and then I'll make a post and please send us your questions or post them on Instagram or whatever you want to do. And we hope you loved the season as much as we love the season. I thought it was great. I'm really excited for season three in two years. (laughs) Thanks for listening.
1: Mouth breather.
0: Thanks for listening to the Upside Down Podcast hosted by Ash and Tori. For more information, visit our website at theupsidedownpod.com. You can also contact us at theupsidedownpod at gmail.com, as well as follow us on our Facebook and Instagram under the Upside Down Podcast. Episodes are released every Monday, so be sure to subscribe to us. We're available on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and Pocket Casts.